Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the War Memorial Opera House and the San Francisco Ballet Meet the Artist program. Today is Thursday, February 13th, 2014, for all you podcast listeners out there. And it's a special occasion because it is the Hamburg Ballet performing John Neumeyer's A Midsummer Night's Dream. We're also fortunate to have San Francisco Ballet principal dancer Yuan Yuan Tan with us tonight, here to talk about... <laughs> and she's here to talk about uh, her experience working with Mr. Neumeyer. My name is Cheryl Osula, and I am a writer for San Francisco Ballet and editor-in-chief of Dance Studio Life magazine. And um, I'm here on behalf of the San Francisco Ballet Center for Dance Education, which produces the Meet the Artist program and other adult education events. So since uh, many of you do listen to these interviews via podcast, I'd like to welcome our online listeners. The podcast can be found at sfballet.org, and you'll also find photos and videos, the company's blog, Open Studio 455, and the season's program notes. <clears throat> My guest, Yuan Yuan Tan, trained at Shanghai Dancing School and subsequently became the first non-German scholarship student at Stuttgart Ballet's John Cranko School. While she was still a student there in 1995, uh, artistic San Francisco Ballet Artistic Director Helgi Thomason saw her perform and offered her a soloist contract. She accepted, and two years later she was made a principal dancer. So she's, since then she's been on stage with San Francisco Ballet pretty much continuously, and she's danced every major classical role you can think of, and dozens of works by choreographers from Ashton and Forsyth to Thomason and Wielden. Yuan Yuan is an in-demand guest artist internationally. She was featured in a Gap ad campaign. She has headlined galas in Japan and China, and she has dined at the White House with President Clinton. Among her many awards, recently she won the UK's Critics Circle National Dance Award for Outstanding Female Performance for Yuri Posikov's Raku. So Yuan Yuan is here to chat with us tonight at the request of John Neumeyer, uh, who is Hamburg Ballet's artistic director and chief choreographer. As many of you know, she performed the lead role in his ballet, The Little Mermaid, in its US premiere here at San Francisco Ballet, and also uh, in the televised performance on PBS, uh, great performances. So Yuan Yuan, The Little Mermaid was certainly a turning point for you, a milestone in your career. Had you seen any of John Neumeyer's work before that, or was this a, a brand new experience? Uh, actually, the first time I saw John Neumeyer's work is when I'm in Shanghai Dance School. Uh, I remember I was uh, the third year, only the third year uh, with the school, because uh, you know at that time in China, we have very limited access to videos and uh, ballet archives. And so I remember one day the 
my teacher just open a, uh, open a lock and then pull out a videotape saying, oh, you girls take a look of this uh, great ballerina, how she can do uh, things like um, like you have to really learn from her. So I was like, okay, well, they put on a DVD that was John Yomayu's uh, Lady of Camellia and danced by Marseille Heide. So um, at that time when I watched it, I was like, oh my God, is this really ballet? It's amazing to look at and I was in tears. So that was the first work that I saw uh, uh, from John Neumeyer. Was it uh, as, as theatrical as some of the other works we've seen? Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. So if you're just joining us, I'm chatting with principal dancer Yuan Yuan Tan. So a mermaid is a role that requires a really huge emotional investment. And you said in an interview a few years back that if you couldn't have done the role, say 15 years earlier, that you wouldn't have had the maturity to know how to get to what's happening with the mermaid and convey that. So I wondered if you could talk a little bit about just your experience with Mr. Neumeyer as you learned this ballet, how he helped you make the mermaid your mermaid. Yeah, uh, when I first time work with John is great experience that I that I never can forget because he just work uh, walk into the studio and then you just open your eyes and just like a sponge to absorb how he show you and then talk to you about the roles and then every single step he had very detailed like corrections for you and for everyone he use like he can say this to you but maybe for the other um, ladies he will say something else so he is very sensible to what works for you what looks best on you that's for me that's a huge benefit and then he is such a mentor to me some choreographers, when they're, when they're teaching movement, will show the movement and, and leave it up to, to the individual artist to try to draw meaning from it. And some choreographers talk a little bit more about what they want you to extract from it. How, how does John approach it? I think John thinks that if you convince yourself, then... Uh, if he can convince you to do what he says and you will convince yourself and then in the same time that you will touch the audience. The audience can feel because you do have to touch yourself first and emotionally from deep inside of you and then dance from your heart. And I think all the audience can feel it and not only, oh, I'm just doing the step. That's easy, but feel it. And then, the, like, uh, from your fingertips, uh, it's leading from your heart, and that's difficult. Yeah, we always want a little bit difficult challenge. Um, you, this ballet was not made on San Francisco Ballet, so you were learning a role that had been created for another dancer. Uh, did John adapt any movement for you, that he just because to suit your body or your style? Uh, it's funny, he always say, oh, that's a living choreographer 
that I can change my steps. So he uh, changed several steps for uh, me when he was doing uh, the first year setting the Little Mermaid here, and then the next is in 2011 doing the PBS uh, filming. So he changed it also a little bit for the film, like the hand and then the uh, how the way you look. It's not only the same level, but you want to look a little bit higher or look a little bit lower for the camera. So he had very specific and very detailed request for the videotaping too. I think specific is a great word. The, the rehearsals that I did see, I was amazed that he was practically articulating individual joints in his fingers when he wanted something expressed a certain way. If you're just joining us, I'm chatting with principal dancer Yuan Yuan Tan. Um, one, of the, one of the things that was most powerful to me personally about Mermaid is, is the box scene at the, near the end of the ballet. And you're in a very confined space, so physically very, very confined, um, but emotionally you're going crazy. Um, and it, and you know, it's a, it's a very traumatic moment for you. So could you just talk a little bit about how you rehearsed that and how you performed that? Uh, first of all, it was very difficult because in the studio we don't have the box. And you only, I think I only tried it like uh, for the rehearsal on stage and with all the setting just arrived on Hamburg. Um, it was quite difficult. I was kind of like, don't know what to do with the rake because it's a very tight box, but it's had the rig on, on, on it um, and a slope. And then your point shoes can't quite get the right position for it. And then there's a very little chair. And then you do all this twisting on the chair and then be desperate and pounding the walls. And um, uh, I remember I was trying very hard, but uh, John just say, oh, um, you just think there's this box is like you feel this end of the world but you're still trying to break through and you know it's impossible but you're still trying and that makes me know how uh, to articulate my movement and also be more um, fierce like fearless to do what I can do. So I, I think one time I did too much and I break the wall. So, and I just emotionally, I felt that I just did it in the performance, so. Live theater, that's what happens, yeah. It, it's, it's such a powerful moment because, you know, you've essentially created this box yourself yeah, by the choices you've made. She already been, t uh, uh, her tail has been taken away from Sea Witch as a trophy. And then um, and she's still very awkward, cannot walk properly like a human. And, but at that time, she just felt that I want to do something to have the attention from the, from the prince. So she was desperate, I don't know what to do, I have the dress just like the, this princess uh, from the school, and exactly the same dress, why I cannot do the things that she is doing. So she was desperate and then just helpless, but crying without the voice. Yeah. 
For those of you just coming in, I'm chatting with principal dancer Yuan Yuan Tan. And we will have some time for questions, so you can start thinking about those now. Um, we could talk about Mermaid for another couple of hours, but um, I, I did want to uh, ask you a little bit about your experience performing some of John's other works. Uh, let's see, it was in, uh, in 2011 in Beijing, you did two potatoes, one Lady of the Camellias and one from Mahler's Five. Mahler's Five, yes. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, I just wondered, you had already danced Mermaid at that point. Um, did that exposure help you to kind of, you know, extract what you needed to get out of those other two ballets? Uh, yes, I think so. Yeah, because it's very powerful of Lady Camellia, third act of Black Padre I guess some of you, uh, some of the audience have seen that, like three, uh, two years ago, there's a Hamburg ballet uh, dancer, guest artist, that danced with me for the gala uh, at the third act of Lady of Camellia. Black Padre. It's very powerful, the music by Chopin, but it's the, the end of her life, and she just, you know, um, go to Amand and then just express her desperations, and then they have a very passionate Padre together before she dies. So um, that is one of my favorite Padre. Yeah. Would you say that that dancing this kind of really theatrical highly emotional work um, has, has helped you reach new levels of, of performance in yourself yeah, just I as think, an artist? Uh, I think for this work, that's, that's why I'm still on stage, because keep me going, keep me take different challenges, and I think it's a huge benefit to be working with Mr. John Neumeyer, and, and to see his company, um, I learned a lot from the amazing dancers. Um, because last year I was invited by John to uh, celebrate his 40 years as artist director for Humber Ballet. And I saw like 10 or 11 different performances in one week. So they have every day new program, like different program on. So I, I learned so much and then just being like the hotel and then studio and theater and uh, I was in heaven, so. <laughs> well, you, you also performed at the Nijinsky Gala in Hamburg in 2011. Yes. So, so what was it like to be doing John's work on his own turf, so to speak? Well, it's just like endless of you know, excitement, and then very, she, he have always have very deep thoughts of relationship, love, and how you, how you deliver all these complicated things. It can be so simple, but it can be so complicated. From, for John, he have his own thoughts and his own words to deliver that, his feelings of love, what love actually is. And his own company, of course, working with him all the time is, is immersed in that. So when yeah. you went into that environment, did you feel, did you feel like Mermaid had equipped you to, to kind of you know, meet them on, on that same level? Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Getting closer, I guess. <laughs> um, Midsummer Night's Dream, like The Little Mermaid, is, 
is a ballet that just requires a huge investment from, from the company, physically and, and mentally. And I wondered, because I know you saw it last night, um, what do you think Hamburg Ballet does particularly well in this ballet? Uh, I think all the dancers have communications to each other, and then John's work is really, really difficult, and with like the ideas and then the storyline, um, I think all the dancers understand thoroughly, and then so how they make how they dance on stage very comfortably very convincing within each steps. So I think that's how many years all the dancers work with John and that was the, you can see it, yeah. Not, not many companies can do that, I would say. One thing I was noticing and we were just commenting on backstage is just the, the physical challenge um, you'll see tonight in, in particular a couple of the dancers. And, um, and I, I, I wondered about Little Mermaid. Uh, there were times when, when you were just really literally being thrown around and, and, and you were in that box beating the walls. And how did you deal with, with just the physical pain of it all? And well, <laughs> How much body paint did you have to wear to cover your bruises? <laughs> Well, I did, I did uh, co try to cover my bruises, but we use foundation, but it doesn't really work because the sweat's off. So I've, I quit on that. And, but um, I think uh, physically you can deal with it as long as you're emotionally still. In, it, within you, you have to be very, very strong and feel, feel what the role supposed to feel. And you're... I'm the mermaid, and I'm feel, feeling what a mermaid feel at that time, in a very particular moment. And um, I think John have the magic to suck you in, and then you just stay there and then be with your role, and you forgot about pain. So. So um, if there if there's anything you you would. Uh, isolate as perhaps your favorite thing about John's work, what would it be? And it doesn't have to be one thing. I like so, so many of his, he done 160 works and so many of them are amazing and some of them maybe I have ever seen or by a lot of people but um, I think obviously I love Lady of Camellia that was one of my favorites. And I love Mermaid, of course. And then there's uh, John's uh, Death in Venice. That's so beautiful. So he has so many works that uh, I don't think I can dance all, but hopefully I can get to dance with uh, Lady of Camellia. I think it was in an interview a couple of years ago you, you mentioned just how much you really enjoy doing uh, story ballets, really in, you know, investing yourself in a character, and certainly that's, that opportunity is there uh, with John's work. Um, was Mermaid different for you? Was, was, was that, was oh, that uh, something that seems like it let you get to other roles? Yes, yes. It uh, actually helped me so much, and then uh, John had this magic that 
nourishing the dancers to be better and then more artistically, not just like I can do all the tricks that it, you are a good dancer, and that he nourishing you to become artist and to a storyteller, to like um, to to see by to deliver by you and then let the audience see the story and then feel it. And so, yeah, it was it was wonderful to have worked with him. Yeah. I think we're going to open this up for questions. I do want to say that we have limited time. I ask you to be brief and one question per person, please. So, yes. Uh, can you talk a little bit about your about partnership Damien? with Damien yeah. Smith? Uh, this will be uh, Damien's last season with the SFB, but he's not a retiring, um, at least not retiring, retiring from, from me. Uh, I will keep him very busy, and I have also guest things lined up for him. And um, we are scheduling dance ghosts together, and then we are doing also um, Alexei Romanski's Chocolate of uh, Shaskovich, um, uh, Symphony Number no. Nine. I think we are doing a concerto, piano concerto. So I'm dancing with him, and uh, he have also few uh, works that uh, will be doing with me for this season. So um, yeah, I will keep him busy. Okay, he's, he's just wishing that Lady of the Camellias will be done here by Hamburg or by San Francisco. Right, we would like to see other works too. Thank you. Yes? Will your book be for sale in San Francisco? Will your book be for sale in San Francisco? Uh, right now, my book just released uh, last year in December. On November, and it's only in Chinese, but it got a lot of beautiful pictures. But uh, I think I probably gonna uh, maybe um, ask for a publisher to translate it into full English. Yeah. Anyone else? Uh, yes. What are your favorite Balanchine ballet roles? Interesting questions. I have to say that maybe Stravinsky Violin Concerto, because this is the first Balanchine I've ever did uh, with in my life. Uh, I was just sort of thrown on stage because uh, one principal dancer got injured. I just joined the company for three months, and then I never seen any Balanchine work before China or Germany, and that was the first time I also uh, know that Stravinsky uh, music is like amazingly difficult, and uh, I I just had a really I didn't sleep for one night. I just learned the step and then got on stage. So I think that's a, a very important role for me. Yeah. 
Yes. So when we think of San Francisco Ballet, we're often struck by the breadth of the repertoire and of the dancer's skill. For those of us who aren't as familiar with Hamburg Ballet, what one or two words would you use to describe their company to us? How would you describe uh, Hamburg Ballet as a company and the breadth of repertoire? Um, uh, breadth of repertoire, they're very uh, artists. There's a lot of difficult artists, how do you say, artistry? Uh, with all the dancers there and uh, John is trying to make like make all the dancers believe in what they are doing and then they do believe and that's how described this company is believing and then like very united in one heartbeat of what John needs. Yeah. Have, have you seen the company do works other than New Myers? I saw them did balancing on um, uh, is that diamonds, uh, balancing uh, jewels. jewels. Yeah, diamonds for the gala. I saw them did the balancing work. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The question is whether this production, which was created in 1977, has been changed at all for, for this year's performances. Uh, I'm not quite sure about that because uh, it was made a long time ago. The last time I saw it, the first time I saw it is uh, four years ago, and the last time I saw it is a year ago in Hamburg. Hamburg. But I think there's nothing have changed. Yeah, only the casting is changing. Yes. How do you prepare uh, to go on stage to perform and, and to get into a particular character? Uh, I usually don't want to talk to anyone. And just being in a place very quiet after, uh, after a warm-up, about 30 minutes after warm-up, in the back uh, by the heater. And and then I will go back to my dressing room, sit down, and make sure everything's good, my shoes are all tied up, and then I will calm down, meditate for about five minutes, and get empty myself first, and then get into the room. And once the music started, I can just go with the flow. Yes. She's commenting on the great connection that uh, Yuan Yuan has with Damien Smith and wanted to know if that was immediate or if it developed over time. Well, uh, first of all, it's immediately, and I feel so very comfortable with him. And, um, and he is great, and he's always um, smiling, saying, hey, what do you need? And um, uh, over the years, we just developed this partnership, like... Uh, no word can describe and we have connections even off the stage if we don't talk and then we don't touch each other for rehearsal so we can just do things just right at that moment and then it is always right so 
That's very, very like nice feelings. And then you're like, I know him for all these years, and maybe I know him from last life too. <laughs> Did I see you? Uh, yeah. Can you talk about the differences between ballet in China and ballet here? Yeah, here is uh, like a, we have a very good school of uh, um, balancing school and uh, balancing style, and it's mixed of with a lot of uh, different styles. But in China, we are follow the uh, Vaganova system, so we have a curriculum with all like first year, what do you need to do? Second year, what do you need to do? To do? But like here. You know, some young girls, four or five years old or six years old, can go on point to perform. That to me is amazing. But in my school, I only can put on my point shoes. I was, I put on my point shoes when I was 12. So that's quite late, and I start quite late. I started when I was 11. So it's different also, and the dancers train differently. We usually have only one teacher from young. Uh, for six years, from like 11 to 17, or um, that's about it. We only have one teacher, and here you can go to different schools, have different teachers. I think here probably more diversity. And we are out of time, I'm afraid, so I would like to thank you all very much for being here. Special thanks to our guest, Yuan Yuan Tan. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy the show. Thank you.